Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello podcasters, welcome to today's show. Uh, within it today we find out uh, what the odds are for Stav's charity boxing fight. Uh-huh. Um, you can put a couple of bucks down, make a bit of money there. Mm-hmm. Feel free, profit off me, profit off my pain. Yeah, I'm trying to log on. I, you know when you kind of go, I need to really do it Melbourne Cup? Mm-hmm. Melbourne Cup and Stav's fights when I sign up to yes. Sportsbet. So or, I'll go um, back. or when I get my hair cut. That was the funniest. Do you know that story? Nope. Oh, actually, do you know what? I'll tell it for the other people. I'm sure you've heard it. But once Stav Davidson um, was up on something, and I, I don't know how, I think it was reposted somewhere in the newspaper. Yeah, it was to promote the business. Uh, yeah, mm. and they sort of set it up. So it was the Grosvenor? Yeah, which radio personality would be the first person to get their hair cut at the Grosvenor strip joint? Yeah, because they opened up a hairdressing salon in there. I don't know if they were qualified because it was very dangerous to cut with sharp scissors and no top on, but they did. I I, I don't know the story, but I know of the place so you would, could go in mm. and the girl would give was would cut your hair yeah. and she would have so her boobs out we yeah. we yeah. thought well wait a minute it was like Lutzi, it was you yeah, a few Lutzi. different tv people and we mm. wait a minute it's just around the corner we could make some money off this yeah. so we all jumped on board and we bet for stab too and then we all ran down there yeah. had a few drinks morning. i didn't realize what a girl I, I, it was hard for me to be there because yeah. a girl in a strip joint mm. is like, oh, forget the strippers. She's here. Yeah. She must be keen. So I'm entertaining a lot of guys there talking to them and you were getting your hair cut. Yeah. And the funniest part is headless. <laughs> when Stav gets his hair cut. What's the first thing I do? I have to take off my glasses. <laughs> so I couldn't see anything anyway. I just had a lovely conversation with a girl who's working away She from was so gorgeous. She was and I have to say, nicest boobs I've ever seen. Wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you had to pay for your own haircut. And then Jeez. we all left after having a bit of a drink, made money, mm. chatted to a few guys, mm. asked what they were doing here, and mm. then we uh, How much did you make? I didn't bet on myself that would be immoral. No, well... As a group, I think two we and a half million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> There's a limit there of the bet. So I think everyone got, like, everyone got like a hundred bucks back. hundred and eighty. Yeah, I think everyone sort of got. Yeah, there's a lot of us. That was a fun day. It was a fun day. Shit haircut. <laughs> it was such a bad. Day. <laughs> was there? Oh, she was. She wasn't there for the hair. You know. Yeah. Maybe she was. Maybe she was a hairdresser, Maybe and the first thing was. they said well, to her is, "You need no, to do it." So it's now, not his so. first time you've been on sports bet no. before. Yes, I have. But this one is actually more. No, that one was probably yeah. more in my area of expertise. So <laughs> we were like, we can't believe. And remember, we we even ran because yeah, we thought we someone else was going to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Something very exciting happened to me um, last week, and everyone knows that I was born in Glasgow, Scotland. Yes, uh, you're a Scotsman. I'm a Scotsman. When it when it what? pleases you. I was born there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would do that if I was from two countries. His wife, I'd, I'd I remember his wife the did it in a stand up you know, saying that it depends on who is the better country at the time, that's where he's from. Yeah. So if they do anything wrong, he's Australian. So sport, Australia. Climate change, <laughs> Scotland. Are they good for climate change? <laughs> there, better than Australia, but who isn't? Yeah, a lot of the runners. But um, I have very fond memories of, of growing up in Scotland, you know, white Christmases. Um, the food, because I don't really eat a lot of um, Australian sweets because there's no sort of um, memories attached to them there, you know. But uh, there are a few 
British shops around the place that you can get like your cherry lips or your sewer plums or all the lollies. Oh, there's some of them with. in the Woolies aisle now. Yeah, there's a yeah. few. Yeah, wine gums. I yeah. get a couple of those or Iron Brew. I, wait, I always go to get them for you and I go, not at that price, no way. No, they are expensive. They are. Uh, <laughs> but uh, And I was even at the one, there's uh, Sid's Pies uh, on the way down uh, to the Gold Coast. I stopped off on uh, the way there. I got some haggis in my freezer. Always good to have haggis in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You, you never know when you're going to need it. I uh, got some tatty scones. But um, every now and then I Google this product uh, and um, I, it's, it's been, it was discontinued in the, in the 80s, in the late 80s. But it was like a fond memory of my childhood. And it's called Cremola Foam. Now, 13, uh. 10, 60, if you're a fellow Scot, you know what Cremola Foam is because I've got a hot tip for you. Um, and uh, I, I just Google it to see, you know, if, if, if anyone's actually, if it's ever back around again. And sounds like something you get from Bunnings. Cremola foam to fill in like some yeah. gaps. Is that yeah. when you make yeah. your own soda? Yes. Have I told you about it before? Mate, you've talked about a lot. Last time we went on about haggis, you got a Scotsman in and he said no one eats it. That, and you was, were like... He was wrong. Yeah. Um, so, but <laughs> Cremola foam. Cremola foam. Yeah. And I managed to find a small little shop that bought the patent from the company, I think it was Nestle originally, they bought the, ca- the patent for it and they've started making it again in Scotland. So I found it and I bought it and I've got it here. And that's it there. Now, it's a very small tin. It's almost, it almost looks like an international roast tin that you would take camping, that size. Or gravy. Uh, that looks yes. like the gravy, gravy yes. box tin. When you say yes. it makes your own soda, so mm. yep. y- normally if you put something like that in, it'll be cordial. Uh-huh. Nah, but it's not, it goes fizzy. Okay. Yep. Oh. I can't believe it got through customs because look at the bag it comes in. It's powder and it's in a bag. It's <laughs> actually in a bag. It's in a bag. Now, no one's called up. Do you think people still have this in Scotland? Well, I don't know. Do you know. think that they... Okay, know. all right. So it's cremola foam. I got the cola flavour and I've got some glasses of water we're all going to try it together so this is their version of do you add it to um like a soda no like you just add it to normal water, water and it or, fizzes so that like that gives fizzy. you the flavor and the fizz does it mm-hmm. Look it that. looks healthy stir it up there's Why nothing is it blue and it's cola it's blue cola flavor uh, <laughs> mind tricks um and you know what is um a bit worrying about it though mm-hmm. is Whenever you see a label on something that has been printed on someone's home Hewlett Packard, yes. you yeah, get a bit it, sus. Yeah, it is that. I must, okay, so, but also, you guys have to realize how much I love you because. Because you're wasting it on us. Oh, Why are you doing that? Did how you much, already try, have you already tried this? No, he hasn't. I have, but how much okay. would you think that this was worth, this, this tin? Oh, for you, you're $40. Uh, well, I would have said, if I saw it in a shop, I would have said someone would pay like six bucks for it. I've yeah. been down the international aisle. Yeah, it was 50 bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You paid $50 for that? Yeah. Hey, it's memories. He's paying for it's memories. It's memories. I did. I had the sip and it took me right back. Did your nana make this for you? Yes. When you oh. go around to Grant's house, you're like, get out the cremola form. He's been a good boy. That is unbelievable. Isn't it? That is like... Yep. Oh, that's it's. it's fruit, Are you drinking the same thing I am? You know, fruit tingle lollies. Yes, it is like drinking a fruit tingle, mm-hmm. and it's a foam at the top that really mixes. Are makes you guys it. being for real? I I genuinely love it. That's awful. Sorry. Awful. Yeah. Hush your mouth. Imagine putting vodka in there. I know, right? <laughs> Taylor, you try that. <laughs> Wow. We got Hector, who's from Aberdeen. My Aunt Moira used to live in Aberdeen, where the uh, Chinooks used to land all the time. Um, Hector, you've had Cremola foam? Stop. How are you going, man? I'm good, Hector. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, Cremola foam. I'm just driving to work. 
And now I've got Cremola 4, mate. <laughs> I know, right? I know, it takes you right back. So you oh. can get this. It's a little company oh. called, um, they're called McCandlish. McCandlish Farmhouse okay. Confectionery. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm I know, on it. I know you are. they got all the flavours. They've got the orange, the cola. Yeah. Takes you oh, right back. Mm. And as Matt said, now we're old enough, a little bit of alcohol in there. Yep. <laughs> you're a Scotsman. Hey, you're old we're a Scotsman. We know you didn't wait, Hector. <laughs> because think about it. You, you've tasted we, it, Matty. Takes the taste of haggis top, right out We had Top Deck. You remember Top, top Deck? Top Deck. Sir? Yep. I remember Top and Deck. alcohol in it, and it was marketed for kids. <laughs> it was outstanding. What do you so mean? So it's alcohol for kids. What do you mean? It's, got, it's it, a drink. It was a shandy. It was a shandy. It was, yeah, lager shandy with lime. Mm-hmm. Very and it's for kids. And it, was really, it, it was really weak, but it had alcohol. Yeah. Oh, it's like you saying lemon lime bitters. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. All right. Rachel and Alex Hills has called up. Have you tried this? I have not tried it, but I did a quick little review of it. Mm. And there's a there's a Scots woman who's on there, and mm. she said all of the E numbers on there mm. increase hyperactivity. So be careful after you drink it. Guys. Mate, it's right. like pure sugar. And yeah. it's, it's, it, that right. is. It says on the packet, warning. E numbers may affect hyperactive children, but that's Scotland. We don't oh, care. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am smashing this bad boy. You really like it? Oh, it's I'm delicious. sorry, Sav. That's uh, awful. Okay. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh-huh. I've converted him. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hello, my name is Siri, but you knew that already. What have you got in your Siri? You've just got the standard one that comes when you set up your phone? Yeah, I just go default Siri. Yeah, I always do default Siri, which is the the girl voice. Yep. And I thought I'd just change things up. Okay. She doesn't like me a lot, though. She doesn't like no. you? Sometimes I give instruction and she'll just... she's. I don't know whether her and I are just out of sync at the moment, but I'll ask her to call someone and she'll call a complete random number in my phone. And it's not me. your fault, though, because some accents you vibe with and some you don't. And true. I uh, was reading, uh, Frances Whiting was putting this on the Sunday thing, and I was like, oh, I should change mine too, because she changes it. Uh-huh. She said, all of a sudden, she's finding it really sexy, and she's asking more things to it. And my, I said that I had changed it, and my friends, I asked them what they had. And it was interesting to hear the accent that they can choose because you can go to the default and you can choose either a a woman's voice or a man's voice and then different accents. Is there a man, Siri? Yeah. Yeah. What's what's his name? Siri. Do you want to meet him? It's just Siri still. Oh, is it? Oh, no, I thought thought if you were changing it, it would be like... Well, in America, there's four or or five different voices, yeah, Mm. that you can do it. Do you guys stuff up because we've all got Alexas at home? Do you sometimes call Alexa Siri and Siri Alexa? No, never. We're very... so much trouble when the robot upright comes. We can tell ours apart. Yeah, he'd be like, he didn't even know my name. Kill him. Kill him. And I always say, Alexa, I love you now. I always say, thank you, Alexa. Yeah. Thanks for saying you love me. Mm-hmm. That's what she sings back. But my friends and I were talking about the accents, and I was said that I have chose this one. One option I've found is McDonald's on Milton Road in Milton, less than a kilometre to your west, and it gets three stars on TripAdvisor. Is that the one you're looking for? Uh, thanks, hon. So I asked him for directions to McDonald's. So yeah. I chose the Irish, and my friend Irish. was like, are you insane? Mm. So what do you mean by that? And they said, because... One of them sent through a report, which I thought was really interesting, and they're talking about the sexiest a- accents of the world. Because uh-huh. there's over like 7,000 languages, and then you've got different dialects in each language. So it's Irish very- doesn't write up there? Oh, I want to take you home and do naughty things to you. Irish is up there. There you go, because that, that was hot. But this is... <laughs> 
<laughs> I found this really Australian. Do you know Australian yeah. is the sex, second sexiest in the world? Yeah, it's because the rest of the world thinks we're Americans, dangerous over here. Apparently Americans, they voted that to right. be one of the sexiest. What's number um, one? British. Of course. British was up there. Mm. And I thought that's really interesting. Uh, for, for Australians, we like the US okay. accent. Yeah. One option I see is McDonald's on Milton Road in Milton, less than a kilometre to your west. And it gets three stars on TripAdvisor. I like Do you that. want that one? I it like changes, doesn't it? Because I wouldn't yeah. use Siri until I get that. And I go, yeah, man, we're yeah. friends. Uh-huh. You're a cool so, guy. Well, right. You didn't know you could change it? No, I had no idea. Oh, but I, I just love the US Siri is like... There's five different US ones. You can get a lot in US. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like a kid on a skateboard. Yo, what's up, man? I'd tell you where you can find it. But my friend said that these are the most common that they have because apparently the ones that are you think are the sexiest are yeah. not trustworthy. So I'm sorry to say it out there. Irish apparently is the sexiest, but people don't trust him because they think, oh, he's up for partying. Oh. oh. So you get to the McDonald's and it's actually his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? People were saying that this one, the South African, mm. would be the most trustworthy because they get straight to the point. One possibility I see is McDonald's on Milton Road in Milton, about a half kilometer to your west, and it gets three stars on TripAdvisor. Does that one sound good? Okay, so far the American's winning because he's the only one that's been able to pronounce yeah. TripAdvisor. Oh, really? You can try the Indian one. Yeah? Here we go. One possibility is McDonald's on Milton Road in Milton, about a half kilometer to your west, and it gets three stars on TripAdvisor. Does that one sound good? Oh, you like got it right. Yeah, like yeah, that's what my that friends said. So good. My friends have mostly got that one. It reminds me of the time that I thought that uh, Stephen Hawking was American because he had an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Anyway. Yeah. Is he not American? Nah, he's, he's British. <laughs> Just his computer voice me? is American. Is that- I'm with Stav. I'm, oh, really? I've never... <laughs> yeah. I've never looked at his accent. Because yeah. that's when it was first made. It only was. And mm. then it became his voice, so he said that he wasn't yeah, well, able to uh, change it. Yeah. If he's British... He's one of those people who spent like him. 20 minutes in a stopover in America coming back with an accent. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. On the 2nd of April, Saturday night, you are doing a charity boxing match, which is very exciting. Uh Fight for a cause. You're going up against Will Cruz, Uh who we met the other day. He's a lot younger than you. He is. 20 20 years years younger than you. Junior. He's he's actually a little bit um, taller. Yeah, he's a little bit taller. Yeah, he weighs more. Yeah, but it was deceiving. Didn't we agree? When he came in here, we didn't actually think he was so tall. He... See, you've got a lot of torso, Uh I reckon... His legs are where most of his height is. Because sitting down, I was like, yeah, it doesn't look that tall. But then he stood right. up. So sweep the leg. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not kickboxing. Sweep right? the leg. It's is it kickboxing? kickboxing? No, no, you don't. No, I hope not. But this is something that you've been on before. And we thought, why don't we get everyone involved, right? It's yeah. just a little bit of fun. Uh-huh. The novelty bets yeah. on sports bets. I don't know about novelty, but yeah. Well, that's what they call it as. No. Yeah. <laughs> Felix is joining us from Sportsbet. Um, you do have some of the markets on the fight for next Saturday. Um, mate, before we get to you, let's just uh, give you some of the stats on the fight. Brisbane, the moment you've been waiting for. Fighting out of the red corner. He's a Pez dispenser collector. Was a virgin until the age of 20. 
probably should have held on to that pent-up aggression. And knows every line of the Ace Ventura movies. Weighing in at 77 kilos, it's Stab Radioactive Davidson. And his challenger, fighting out of the blue corner. He drives a Toyota Camry station wagon. Only had his first weekend off the booze in preparation last weekend. He should probably get more hobbies. His star sign is Virgo, so we know he's a perfectionist. And should marry a Capricorn. <laughs> Weighing in at 89 kilos, it's Will the Frostman Cruz. Brisbane, give it up for your fighters with a cause. All right, Felix, hit us. Where can we bet? That is one of the most impressive intros that I've ever seen. And, boys, I'll tell you one thing, Stav. Yeah. If you can last outside of the first round, then you'll be doing better than Sonny Bill Williams and Barry Hall. That's so you've only true. got to get outside of the first round, mm-hmm. and you'll be doing all right. We've installed you at $2.88 for this fight, the outsider. Now, obviously, around 40-something, 77 kilos, probably dripping wet as well there. So we might need a little <laughs> bit of extra weight from you. Yeah. Will Cruz coming in at a dollar thirty-seven, but I'll tell you what, he's twenty-four eighty-nine kilos, but... They didn't raise the, they raise the kids these days like they did back in your days in the 1930s or whatever it is, what, 40-somethings were born. But I'll tell you what, I reckon you might have a toughness edge on him, so I might be taking you at the overs there at $2.88. I hear, I hear you, Felix. If I, can get, if I can get this kid, this whippersnapper, to throw a ball into my ring at the start and then it would be on for young and old. Um, look, I'm not that Well, that's, that's pretty good odds, really, for people wanting to support you. Mm, that's a good It's a good little... is great. Like yeah. you said... If Will Cruz has got long legs, look, I'm six foot five, but I always tell people I used to play basketball. I've mm. just got a long neck. Mm. I'm about six two with a long neck, so I was never any good. Okay. <laughs> if he's all legs, that's not going to help him in a boxing fight, Stav. I'm taking you at the two eighty eight. And uh, has to be asked because I'm that kind of guy. Can I bet on myself? Uh, let me just check with the legal team, yep. and I'll get back to you. But okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. It's definitely right. frowned upon. Right. Highly illegal but in wouldn't competitive that motivate sport. Motivate me to want to win. Well, I thought you were going to bet against you, and I thought that's not good. God, no. no what I is feel Steph sorry doing? For the kid. <laughs> Felix, um, is there any money there for, for a knockout? Because Will is saying he's going to go for a second round knockout. Well, we've only got the head to head markets up, but now that you've said that, I might have to chuck in some of these uh, mm-hmm. these method of victory rounds. Because if Stab's going to call his shot, then we might be able to get a special up on site for that one. I tell you what, the big winner would be if you put up um, which. Hospital will Stav go to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, QE2. Well, we're at the RNA, so it'd probably be the um, RBH. RBH, yeah, mm. true. Yeah. True. I, not, not that I haven't thought about it. <laughs> You're not doing it. <laughs> it's only five minutes away. Imagine that they're heading towards the RBH. No, Maddie's put a 20 on QE2. Someone saw me down there. What are you doing? I'm just doing a dry run to the hospital. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, all well. right. Well, good stuff. Mm. There we go. So $2.88 for Stav, 137 uh, for for Cruz. Okay, well, Queensland loves an underdog. All right. If you mm. want, to, want to get on there, you want to have a bet, sports bet, go and check out the app right now. Felix, thanks for your time, buddy. Perfect. Good luck, Stav. I'll be backing you in. Thank you, Felix. Thanks for your time, buddy. Perfect. Good luck, Stav. I'll be backing you in. Thank you, Felix. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, 10 grand. You can get that tomorrow, uh, March 25th. 
Alpha Bucks is on. Here are some answers to win some money. Army, aeroplane, and archery. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Probably where I spent several years caring for people who are in the last weeks of their lives. Her best-selling book, The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying, touched hearts all over the world with translations in 27 languages. I was starting out my bookcase, throwing out a lot of books that I was like, why have I got there? But the, one of them I took out and I put back in the bookcase and said, I'm keeping this, is a book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. I met, read it many years ago and it's still relevant right now. The author, Bronnie Ware, joins us. Morning. Good morning. You've led a quite colourful life. You've had many, many jobs throughout your life. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, especially in my former life. Didn't you have a job where you were signing people up for the adult uh, yeah, subscription? Yeah, adult channels. Yeah, yeah. Night Moves, it was called in huh. the old days. It was, um, <laughs> I think it was before Foxtel or around that, that same time. Yeah, I've, I've done that and worked on an island and taught songwriting in, in a women's jail and been a bank manager and hey, What do you mean? You would, you would wow. ring people who have Foxtel and say, hey, for an extra eight bucks a month, do you want to get the porn channel as well? No, people would ring in and say, oh... I'm just ringing for my husband. <laughs> Thought I recognised your voice, Bronnie. Thought I recognised your voice. But then throughout all your career, you want something that had fulfilment and you ended up working in palliative care. And as a result of it, you wrote a book about it when you were speaking to people, I guess, in the final stages of their lives and things that you were like, I want to take this on board and make sure that I don't live with regret. That's right. I spent eight years looking after dying people and it was just a role I fell into because I, I didn't want to pay rent or a mortgage. So I was looking for a live-in job mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it just ended up being a, a real life calling and, uh, and a beautiful experience because it changed the way I looked at life completely. What are they? What are they? The five regrets? Yeah. Okay, um, wish I... <laughs> you can read the book. Yeah, it's, just, it's giving away the entire book. <laughs> or, you could, or, or I could just... You could tell me. It's like, who, I mean, who just did it? Us, Bronnie, who did it? Give us... The, the, well, we, we can't get you on and be like, hey, there's five of them. Anyway, see, you got to you got to give us a couple at least. Yeah, okay. Well, the most common the most common one was wishing that I'd lived a life true to myself, not the life that other people expected of me. And that... You know, it was so much more common than, than you might imagine and so common that I started paying attention, really, and thinking, oh, all right, I've had this conversation before, I need to pay pay attention and make sure I'm not going down that road myself. And, yeah, the second most common one was wishing they hadn't worked so hard. Uh, that one really broke me because mm. it was a lot of, you said that there was a lot of men that used to say that and I think that, you know, my dad's generation as well, like I look back and dad would have been away for a lot mm. and it was always you work up to a certain point but it was a lot of men saying that they'd missed their kids' um, youth. Yeah, completely. I, I, I wonder if, it's, if the balance hasn't shifted though where women are also thinking yeah. the same these days. I know that as a single mum it's something I really have to, pull the reins in on regularly and, and just check in and think, oh, okay, no, I can't take on this extra load now. Otherwise, I'm going to regret it. Yeah. I guess that's what's hard about it, isn't it? Because you work hard to make money to set up the future for yourself and your children. You know, you want to leave mm. as much to them as you can. But then when you die, the thing that they miss the most is you, you know, not the money that you brought in. 
Yeah, it's all that that big cliche around time. You know that that time is the most valuable thing, and and really that's what your kids want is is they want your time more than anything else. I know, right? Ugh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might they might want Minecraft and other things too yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might they might want Minecraft and other things yeah, too yeah, occasionally, but you know. <laughs> What's the sort of feeling of acceptance? Or some people rally against it. I think it's it's all of that, and in my experience, I was with people from the last three to twelve weeks of their life, from eight a.m. to eight p.m. five or six days a week. So I witnessed them going through all sorts of emotions, and most of them, towards the end, are are accepting of it. For those who don't die suddenly, for those who are actually at home dying with a carer there, but most of them did accept it because they just get to a point where they're their quality of life is gone. They're too exhausted to make any conscious choices or deal with trivialities. And yeah, so there, there does come an acceptance, but it's it's more sort of by default than than necessarily finding peace. Yeah. Bronnie, did anyone ask you to reach out to someone they'd lost contact with? Yeah, there was. There was a woman called Elizabeth and she'd sort of lost all of her friends through alcoholism. And then towards the end, she just realised that all of her more recent friends were only bonded with her over alcohol, not mm. through love and genuine friendship. And so, yeah, she she um, was able to actually see two of her friends just before she died, two really old friends who had tried to reach out to her. It was incredibly beautiful because it was in the last few days of her life that they, they all reunited. You've learned all these things. Has it changed your perspective of how you lived? Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to be pretty free-spirited and live the way I wanted to a degree anyway, but a lot of that was really just running away and keeping people at a distance, whereas now if I'm moving anywhere, it's for adventure and I'm running to something, not from something. It's given me courage. It's basically helped me completely let go of how I'm perceived in the world and, and to live as freely as I want to because if I'm faced with a decision and... I know that one feels a lot easier, but it's probably not going to bring me the most joy. And the other one has a lot more potential, but feels really hard. I'm at that crossroads and I think, okay, if you take this easy way, are you going to regret it? And it's like, well, yes, I, I am. I, I have strong boundaries because time is precious and I'm not going to waste every day that's ticking down. I'm not going to waste it, um, giving it to the wrong directions that, that are either going to drain me or, or mm. take me further from joy. Well, uh, your book, it's called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. You can get it uh, at any bookstore. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Bronnie Ware. It's been my pleasure. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tennis champion Ash Barty has stunned the sporting world by quitting the game. The 25-year-old says she will now chase other dreams. Oh, yeah, our local girl. It was a bit of a shock. She's yeah. only 25 years of age, uh, announced her retirement. She's going to be doing a press conference. I am just obsessed with Ash Barty because mm-hmm. she's just a true person that's never let me down. I just think that we're missing those figures in Australia where everyone can look up to, and she's just represented herself on the world stage with just so much class, yeah. I believe. And you know, Yeah, anytime she's lost a match and, you know, reporters are trying to find an excuse for her, and I always love it. They're like, oh, you know, it's too hot. She's like, I'm from Brisbane. No, it wasn't too hot. Mm. I just didn't play my best. And mm. I just think she's got that uh, tenacity to keep going as well. Mm. And she sat down with her good friend, um, Casey, to like wait, yesterday because she wanted to announce it on her Instagram. And they are very good friends, and they used to be 
double partners mm. travel the world together. Well, Casey's the reason pretty much uh, Ash came back to tennis. Casey was the one who said, you got to do it. you got to come back and play doubles with me. And Because yeah, she was playing for the Heat. Started it all back <laughs> again, yeah. Yeah, this is why she said she is announcing her retirement from tennis. I'll be retiring from tennis. And it's the first time I've actually said it out loud. And, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. But I'm so happy and I'm so ready. And I just know at the moment in my heart for... Me as a person, this is right. I'm fulfilled, I'm happy, and I just know that I'm absolutely... I I am spent. Um, I just know physically I I have nothing more to give, and people may not understand it, and that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that. For me, Ash Barty, the person, has so many dreams that she wants to chase after. I get to enjoy the next phase of my life as as Ash Barty, the person, not not Ash Barty, the athlete. Good for her. The kids are a bit annoyed because they're obsessed with tennis now mm-hmm. and that's their favourite player, which I love because <laughs> a lot of Australian tennis players have got a little bit of a reputation mm. of being douches, sport brats, mm. but not Ash. Not Ash. So not if anyone wants to, to come up her. and rise and not be a douche, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Brain surgeon? Sounds like a the natural progression Honestly, for her. Honestly, she could do whatever she wants. Girl band. I, I would love for her to open up her own tennis centre. Uh-huh. I think that would be... Amazing mm, yeah. for her to be able to do it, preferably indoors, so we don't need to cancel training every time it rains here in Queensland. Um, <laughs> but look, if that's a suggestion that she's taking on board, what do you think? Um, I People think are she'll saying sport, a- but I reckon sport's done for her. I think she's going to start a family. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, she seems to me, still lives in Ipswich, seems to me like she wants to be around her family. Um, just got engaged. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she started a family and then maybe would see... She'll still be heavily involved in, you mm. know, tennis somehow, Tennis Australia. Obviously, uh, smoothie shop. Why smoothie shop? A deuce bar. Uh, yeah, of course. Probably not. Make a fortune. Probably not. I, I don't, I I don't think so. Yeah, I okay, it. fine. Yeah. I have right. the Ashbardi Special Large. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And, and every time they serve you, they have to go, there you go, love. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it sells itself, doesn't it's it? It's not bad. And if you could, it would be a quiet re- restaurant. So it'd be quiet, Out. please. <laughs> quiet, please. <laughs> I like it. Okay, well, she might be taking suggestions. Maybe. Yeah. What's amazing about it, though, is, and this is what's funny to think, Esther and I were having this conversation. Our eldest child is 20 mm. on Saturday. Yeah. She's five years older than him, mm. and she's already retiring. Yeah. Now, I know she's not retired, like, fully just bowing out and then going to, you know, she might be. just watch MASH reruns. <laughs> maybe she, maybe she's well, going to do but that. You've got to but remember, you think it's early. She started when she was three. I know. You have to remember that. So her career really, like, a, a sense of training and the yeah. dedication to it. I don't know what Ethan was doing when he was three. Uh, he was playing with Ben 10 figurines. Yeah, see, um, you know. <laughs> but he was, she's only 10 years younger than me, and yeah. she's like, ah. I've done it. I'm going to retire. Yeah. Like, is it? Um, that must be so good to restart an entire life. Go, I'm going to retire from that. And here I am mm. at that age. Because you hear the word retirement yeah. and you do picture an old person yeah. with a walking frame. We yeah. had a friend who retired at 45. Right. How good. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's my plan. It started as a bad thing, actually. Why? He uh, was an electrician and lost his arm. Oh. Um, and couldn't do a lot of the work. Mm. So he did have a payout for it. And then he was like, I'm going to take some time off, surf the world and retire. Mm. So really that turned out to be the best thing that happened to him. Well, I mean, you know, it's harder to surf, but, you know. 
Yeah, would yeah. be. Well, he's still surfing, though. Mm. Still surfing, yeah. Mm. 13, 10, 60. We are looking for young retired people <laughs> this morning. How, how low? You just want as low as you can go? Even if you think you're young. Okay. Do you think you're young and retired? I mean, there's people that are still working their poor things at, like, you know, 70 and 80. Yeah. Going, exactly. Yeah. They're young and retired at 50. There was an advertisement for a nursing, like for retirement centres, and now they're open at 50. Mm. I know. I'll put your name down. Thank you. I appreciate that. The waiting list is <laughs> terrible. But... It'd be good to hang out with all your friends, be near them. <laughs> it would be nice. And I'm looking forward to it. Can I be honest with you? I am looking forward to a retirement village. Uh, yeah. yeah well, nothing... you can go when you, I think you're 50, 50. 55, you can put your name down. Yeah, well, there's also it. like those high rises on the Gold Coast that are adults only retirement living. Yeah. yeah. And once you're retired, you're allowed to wear the smallest, most inappropriate swimwear. And everyone's like, he's retired. He's once you're retired, to. can you go back though? Like, you know, when you move out of home and then a lot of people move back, can you retire and then I'm not retired, John then retire Barnum again? Did. Yes. Yeah, that was a tour. Yeah, I guess mm. so. Yeah, of course. Ash Barty, she can come back whenever she wants. Yeah, mm. big comeback. Joe and Cooperoo, your dad retired young? Hey, Joe. Hi. Hey, Joe, your dad. You <laughs> yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Your dad retired okay. really young? He did, he did. He retired before I was born. <laughs> So wow. I've had him Yeah, I've been lucky. I've got two older siblings, um, and then mum and dad were able to retire quite young. Mum was 36, dad was 38. Wow. And then I had two more kids, yeah. Can I ask really? how they could afford to retire young? Look, they worked really hard. Um, they came from Greece with nothing and then came here and bought a little snack bar in the city and literally worked seven days a week. Right. And they were able to save um, the money to buy the building in the city, which is unheard of. Oh, so are they retired and they just sort of lived off the, the earnings of the rent there? Yeah, well, they sold. They got lucky and sold the building to um, someone, which is an actual huge building right now. And then Dad invested and was able to retire straight away. Wow! So, oh, so can you that's tell a dream. Me and my sister. Yeah, it's a dream. What a dream building? That I won't live. What building is there now? It's um, it's Aurora Sky Tower. Seriously? Wow. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they sold it now, Joe. No, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. It's yeah. all good. It's all good. <laughs> you had them around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you go and say, Dad, if you had held on to it, then I would be I retired would as well. Um, yeah, oh. I, I have to agree. But I've had the best. We're, we're so lucky. He's been around for us and my kids. And, ah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So they always say that retiring ages you, but not at that age because you're still like, you've got so much to yeah. live for. Mm. Completely. Uh, hey, Sarah. Your husband, Good morning, how are your, you? Your husband has already retired. Yeah, that's right. So he went to the London 2012 Olympics, finished up there and came into retirement. Wow. How, what, what did he go to the Olympics for? He was for diving. So in 2010, he got two silver medals in Delhi. Mm-hmm. And in 2012, he came seventh. Right. That's well amazing. Yeah. So and- now um, he's in the Defence Force. Oh, he went back to... See, now he still has to work. More punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but retired from that. There you go. Uh, 131060, we're looking for young retired people, young retirees. Mm, we hate you. Jim and Mango Hill, um, <laughs> your sister retired young. It is. It's Kim from Mango Hill. That's oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Kim. So si- what is your sister? How old was she when she retired? She was 43, just the beginning of 43, and she has retired, and um, she's really retired because she wants to travel the world, but mm. obviously with COVID, she can't do that right now, so 
she's really sitting at home not doing very much. Mm. A bit of a dig there. But what did she do before? <laughs> she was a medical scientist, so... She um, took all the brains from my parents, at school, <laughs> and, and so I'll be working well into my sixties. Um, she's got a very older partner as well, who's in his um, early sixties. Right. Wow. It's funny yeah, though, isn't so, it? Because like you, you would expect to be able to ask her to help out or maybe come over, and she'd be available. But I bet she's busier than ever now. Well, she's not really. She's actually just starting to learn how to play bridge, which is. Probably the most boringest game you could think of. But Play what? No, Bridge. She's, Bridge. She's not selling Bridge. the retirement. No, no. She's um, yeah, she's very mature for her age, that's for sure. Right. She's very different to me. But right. What's Bridge? Yeah, 43 and retired. Bridge is a card game, but it's a very old style card right. game. Like There's a lot of study involved mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Mm. She probably played with my grandmother. She played a bit of cards. <laughs> is she in the Caboolture area by any chance? No, no, she's in Redcliffe. Right. Oh, she did do well, didn't she, Kim? She did do very well. Well, there you go. It's possible. It it's is out possible. There. All right. It seems to be mid-40s from all the other calls we got. Oh, seems to big be, announcement from Stav tomorrow then. Mm-mm, give everyone the surprise. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, you've also got the chance to, if um, your kid plays netball, mm. make sure you register their team on uh, b105.com.au because um, each week we're going to be picking the uh, little local team um, who get to go and see the Queensland Firebirds Oh, play. that's cool. Um, this week it is the Raiders from Downey Park Netball Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be there to check them out. That's Sunday, isn't it? Sunday game. It's Sunday, yep. Eastern Arena. Um, it's the first game of the season for the Firebirds. Who are they playing? They are playing the Vixens. Oh, that's the Vixens, right? I okay, believe, yeah. yes, is who they're going to be playing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I went to the launch of it last night there at... Um, uh, Howard Smith Wharves, uh-huh. and it just goes to show how much I get out because I didn't realise just how big that was. <laughs> I'd only ever been to one place there before. Do you remember that was our first outing when you came to Mr. work with us? Mr. Is Mr. We, Personals, no, no, is the Firebirds launch we went to? Oh yeah, that was when it was at Kangaroo Point. Yes, yeah, but yeah. That, I was like, and I looked at you there last night, and I went. I don't think Maddie's gone out since. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get out a lot, but um, but not during the week. No, 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 not at all. But this year, um, I have been taken on as the ambassador of netball because mm-hmm. they are doing an amazing job. I actually really enjoy hanging out with them because the women who play in that team are incredible. Like just to talk to, they've all got jobs, so they're physiotherapists, marketing managers, all sorts of things. And then I was talking to the girls last night around how they plan having their families and then having to play at the same time. Mm. And, you know, they'll have a baby and then three months later, bang, they're into the season. They get stuck into it. So um, it was a really good night last night. Um, But what happened is, you know me, I don't really read information that's sent to me. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a skimmer when it comes to emails. Massively. massively. If you even open them at all. That's true. Because I even do the same with text messages. That's why I've always got so many unopened text messages on my phone. It's when I get it, I just look at it and I read the first couple of lines. I go, yeah, I know what that's about. Mm -hmm. So when I got there, I pull into the car park yesterday. There's a lot of people in suits. Uh Like, they're looking very suity. It's like, oh, no. I'm in a real flowery button-up shirt here. But I've got a pair of RM boots on, so maybe (laughs) that'll get me by. There was enough people there who were like, Semi-casual as well. So I got. What by was with the that. dress code? Do you know? Well, I quickly checked the invitation again, 
and it didn't have a dress code well, written on it. That's because people go after work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they're in suits. They have real jobs. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right, and that's what I thought. So I was like, oh, no, if there's a dress code written on it, I'm done. But if there's no dress code written, well, then, you know, I'm fine. So I got away with that, get in there, um, sort of mingling, having a chat to everyone, and then Di, who is their um, events coordinator, who I deal with for all the stuff that I do mm. with the Firebirds, she comes up to me, she goes, great to have you here tonight. Um, did you need a printout of your MC notes? Oh, God. I was like, <laughs> no, of course not. I said, so it's pretty cash, like cash evening, like what do you, what do you need? Um, I started to sweat at yeah, this point. Yeah, you wouldn't know. I mean, as much as you love the team, you wouldn't know everyone's names. Well, and this is the thing. I've been bought on this year, mm. and it's it's not like they're saying, oh, Maddie's a huge netball fan. I've been bought on because they want to grow the sport into males. Mm. Mm. It's gone to KO. The shows are now being shown on KO. Mm. There's 70% men who are on KO, mm. and they what they're actually trying to do is they're trying to make the sport big enough for men and women so that in 2032 Olympics, ah. they have a chance to try and get netball So Because you can't make there. it an Olympic sport if it's not for both genders, can you? That's correct. Right, yeah. So it's got to appeal to both genders. Right. So they're trying to build the sport up, um, and that's the end goal for netball. And they'll be all over the world. Is there any country that has done better than Australia so far? Oh, well, this is just new for us yeah. to introduce it. Is, there, uh, is it big in any country, you think? I think UK is quite big. Yeah. They've got Ebenezer players come over from yeah. the UK to join the Firebirds. Um, so I don't know a lot of the girls. Yeah. You know, I know Laura Geitz. Yeah. She's not in the team anymore. No, but, but I meant, do they, you, they've said UK and Jamaica, but I meant, do they have men's team over there? Oh, I, I couldn't not tell sure. you. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, so the sport, it's growing around the world. It's big in Australia, obviously. So at this point, I'm thinking, I don't actually know everyone's name. I'm going to have to quickly go around and meet everyone, find out what it is that I'm doing. This is their season launch. All of their big partners oh, are God. there. All the people who pay lots of money Why to be part of it. Why did you say I wasn't told I was going to MC it? Would you do that? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. no. I yeah, was like, but... I was like, no. What am I going to do? This is all running through my head. It was probably only about twenty seconds. She goes, "No, nah, I'm just messing with you." Ben from Channel Seven's doing it. Woo! I nearly <laughs> died. <laughs> nearly died. That's evil. Because even when Funny. I do yeah. get MC notes, I would have read them in the car yeah. 10 minutes before I walked in, mm. but not knowing, I'm standing there on a floral <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, a pair of jeans, and you're all in suits. I'm like... And Ben knows sports. I know Ben normally does the Lions as well, so mm. you wouldn't want to compete with him. You knowledge. couldn't compete with him. I, I refuse to MC anything if Ben's in the crowd. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He, is unbe- yeah. he is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. He was very, very good. So, you know, it's all good. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I love shopping at pharmacies because mm. I don't feel as guilty. They're all essential items that you need to get. Mm. And I'm like, I don't need a basket. And then I definitely would have needed a basket when I went through. And I'm the same as Officeworks. And I don't go to Officeworks many, many times. Mm. Women love stationery oh, shops. Oh, man. I, that's what I said. I said, do you guys want anything? That's young, doesn't it? Want to go to Smiggle, Dad? It's just oh, they've got everything good. there. They do. And I was like, I don't need a basket. I'm not going to get much. Now, I had my arms completely and utterly full and I even had glass bottles because you can get water bottles there right. on top. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it to the checkout. I don't think I'm going to make it. So I, I did and put it all over there. And she's like, all of that. I said, yes. She goes, now I love my job so much and mm. I encourage people to come here. But you probably should take a break. <laughs> 
Wow. They went, yeah, I reckon there. Wow. Because I didn't realise I had all this stuff that I put down the bottom as well. But I was like, oops, I forgot that. So I had to go back and put it through the checkout three mm. times. So much fun. Sure. Just, I think that's a... I reckon if you're going on a first date... Office works? Yeah. Huh? Something yeah. different. Very different. You reckon it'd be creepy? I, I, I think that's, a, um, that's an acquired taste, that. Mm. To go to a stationery? Yeah. But... I could be wrong. On the other hand, if you've got the other option as Bunnings, don't do that. On a first date. But at least there's food there. You can stop for a coffee. Yeah, yeah, there's food, at... not at Officeworks? Is there a cafeteria at Officeworks? No, but if you want a bag of minties if or chocolates yeah, or protein bars, you can get yeah. whatever you want that's there. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great date. Well, maybe that's a segment. Maybe we should send people to a date to like Bunnings, Officeworks, Kmart. see, which, see which ones one, they like. Which one converts. Kmart would be a good one. Ikea? I've never met a girl that doesn't like stationery. No, neither have I. Ikea? Yeah. Adult store. Yeah. yeah. And see which one they report on best. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. The meatballs would probably win, wouldn't they? Is that at the adult store? No. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for no thanks. <laughs> uh, the shirt I'm wearing today, um, I always pick my clothes in the same way, and that is what is clean and what is easiest find at the time. I am aware that it's it's a bit like I'm going to something though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, like I've got a job interview. Yeah, or you something got something like on. Court appearance. Yeah. Yeah, I could wear this to court. Yeah. Right. Definitely wear it to court. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, but it is a navy blue button-up shirt, um, and my cat is white and it is hairy, and I appreciate that Ash, our producer, our executive producer. Um, always does me a solid when I ask her a question and she gives me the answer at which I want because I'm aware it was covered in cat hair this morning and I said, oh, I'm a bit worried about the cat hair on it. And you're like, no, you can't, there's no cat hair. I can't even notice cat hair. Even though it's black, you can't see a single hair. Yeah. See? She's beautiful, Maddie, beautiful. She's yeah. a fantastic liar. Oh, one of the greatest liars. And that's mm. that's fine. Mm. So actually... It's not a lie if you believe it, Ash. You know what? This, you is just, this is just a flat-out thanks. happen again. It's very annoying when it does happen. But this time I took it to an extreme because I am obviously I'm trying to monitor all my exercise for the upcoming fight and um, I want to make sure I'm hitting my target goals on a daily basis. And I took my dog for a walk uh, yesterday. But my new walking pants <laughs> don't have pockets. So halfway there I realised that I had left my phone at home. Why they? Why why can't you walk in pants pants? He means his phone. He's got to put his phone in his pocket, but because he didn't have big pockets, I went for a walk with him the other day, and I went, "What are you doing carrying your phone? You never take your phone. It's quality time." Mm. And he goes, "It's my steps, Mm. mate. I got to get my steps. Steps don't count if my phone's not on me, even though I did them." So do you know what I started doing? Because you can add them manually. You can. So I was like, one. (laughs) Did you go home, put it in your hand? I feel like you're cheating though, don't you? 2005, So you went home getting your steps back up again with your phone in your hand? Oh, I make those steps. Shaking it up. (laughs) You'll need to see what I'm doing in the video for it to make sense on Instagram, guys. Mm, Yeah, and uh, feel free to take that footage and do with it what you will. (laughs) 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 Thanks for noting Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on V105.